Hey everyone, thank you for choosing to spend time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I'm your host, Zachary Aaron, and let's get this playing. In today's episode, we'll be talking about body language, and I love this topic because every day you'll see body language through people, and it speaks volumes on who they are as a person. So for this video, it'll be for basketball players. And body language is just the way how your brain and your body is combining together. And just like I said, the way you see someone portray themselves outside of the court, sorry, outside the court or on the court, you can tell if they're confident, if they're shy, if they don't really like their game that much, if they're not very confident in their game, you can tell, and that's because of their body language. And this is so important because how you act will determine how your game is going to be. So if you play very shy and you are very shy and you don't like to express emotion, that's basically how your game is going to be. If you're the outgoing person, that very talkative person, that's how you're going to be. So if I were to name a few players like Draymond Green, some of those scenarios would come up to your head, talking to fans, talking to refs, being that person that's outgoing. If I said someone like Kobe, you could see how he was very quiet like a snake, but he would attack you in different parts of your, of your game. If I said LeBron, you know, uh, there's different instances that he has, how he can be outgoing. Pick, people pick and choose, and that's the reason why body language is so important. So body language is actually important on the team because this can affect your team or your teammates. So let me ask you something. Have you ever had a teammate who was had bad body language or, you know, just a bad uh, teammate overall? How did that make you feel? Did that make you feel like you wanted to copy them? Because energy and all this, all these things that are happening are very contagious. And what I mean by contagious is that if someone's around you acting like that, you are most likely going to start acting like that too. So being very down in yourself, shoulder slouched, uh, not picking yourself up, those are going to be signs that you're going to be copying from other teammates. So like I said, how does those emotions make you feel? For me, I've had some, I've always had good teammates. But there's some that will just have bad days and that will be contagious. You know, you're always going to have a bad day. But can you be the person to pick that person up to change their body language and change how they feel about that day? Because at the end of the day, you are guys, you as a team are trying to get to the same goal. So how did that make you feel? How did that make you uh, become during that game when I stated that, you know, when you're when you've had a teammate that just can't get over that ledge of having uh, body language. So it's very hard, like I said, to not act like them. And um, basically what you do is you just change the energy in the room. And you could do this by clapping, by, you know, giving compliments out. And by compliments, you know, nice shot, good shot, uh, great rebound, great pass, way to look at them. You know, someone throws you a good pass, you point at them back. Those are just simple ways to get teammates going and get people involved. And that's so important on a basketball team because I really believe, I really believe that basketball is a very energy sport and it's a very energy outgoing sport. You know, you have so much energy to just pour out to yourself. And uh, I remember Steve Kerr actually saying that you can tell uh, how a person is or the way they act outside of the sport just by the way they play basketball. And that is so important because if you're an outgoing and you're lovable, and I always uh, reflect on Steph Curry on how he just looks like a nice guy, and that's also on the court. You can see him on the bench when someone scores. He's, like, running up and down the, the sidelines, and that's just great to have on a teammate. Like, whether you're a leader or whether you're the last person on the roster on the bench, you always have to bring energy. 
And if you can't bring something to the game, why not bring something uh, outside the game, like a half five, you know, a compliment, a hey, great screen, great dunk, great, great pick. So simple as that can get someone's energy going and can get their game going. And actually, it's proven that you can actually get into your mental state, a better mental state when you're giving out compliments and when you're having gratitude on why you're playing the game. Um, because it's so important to just do that because outside and when you, you're done playing basketball, when the dunt, when the ball has stopped dribbling, how can you take this body language and take it into the real world? In the real world, and it's so important because you can tell how someone is or who someone is just by the way they portray themselves. So if I'm slouched and I'm like this, I've, I'm not very outgoing. I'm not, you know. But if I'm sitting up right here, you're constantly aware, subconsciously thinking uh, and believing what I'm saying right now. So yeah, body language is important, and it can affect your team and your teammates. Pick number two will be to always be ready and this goes hand in hand with body language and with sports in the basketball world and everyone knows to stay ready so you don't have to get ready and that's the perfect example for this so you know in a game when you're playing you're not really thinking and when you finish uh, a certain move or a certain part of the game and you're proud of it you don't even remember how it happened so when people ask me oh how'd you make that shot or how I don't remember because I was so much into the moment so stay ready so you don't have to get ready and this is basically that your mind is doing the work your body is doing the work so that your mind can just be free and just play so you're training all day you're training all your years all your months for that one moment so that your brain can take over so you're just braining that that uh, your other system to now fully function in that moment so that you can be ready and stay ready. So that's important because now you can perform better even when you have better body language. When you have better body language, your mind is gonna follow that because your body mirrors your mind and your mind mirrors your body. And just like I said, when you know after you miss a shot or after you throw a turnover and you keep your body high and you keep your head up, then the following play, you're probably gonna make a better play than what you just did. But if you do the opposite and you throw a turnover and you miss a shot and you look at your you look at the crowd and you put your head down, you slouch your shoulders. Oh, I suck. And you start sulking on the team. Then uh, most chances are the next very play is going to be the same thing, a missed shot or a turnover. It's very rare to just turn it back on and get out of that that cycle. So keeping your body language up and going and uh, at a positive rate will higher chances to keep making better plays and great plays so don't sulk around and don't don't get caught up in your mistakes because that's like i said in the past what you want to focus on is right here what's going to happen in this sequence what's going to happen in this in this part of the game so make a shot throw, throw a turnover it doesn't matter just get back on d and go hope for the next play do good on the next play do better on the next play and if you don't do good on that play there's always the next play. So always keep doing better and always stay ready so you don't have to get ready. A little secret that I have uh, while learn or while playing basketball for so many years was that in the corner, I would always be ready to shoot. And for me being my low stature and not a very tall person, I had to stay ready or my shot would get blocked most of the time. So being ready and being ready in a ready position to shoot the ball gave me tremendous tremendous like confidence to now shoot the ball even better at a better rate because I knew I was going to get my shot off and most chances are it was going to go in. So whether or not um, 
you didn't you didn't want the ball or anything. Always stay ready. Always stay ready. You know it always sucks if you throw a pass to your teammate and they're standing straight up and now they have to get ready to shoot. That's bad body language. What's good body language is what I just explained of you know, always being ready in a ready position, always getting ready to catch the ball. One person that actually spa, uh, sparked my mind right now is Devin Booker. And if you ever watch Devin Booker play or any of his highlights, instead of the ball waiting for him, the ball to come to him, he runs towards the ball. He uh, rips through with the ball in his hand on the flight. So if Chris Paul were to throw him a pass, he's not going to wait for it to come to him and then shoot it. He's actually going to run to the ball, and then now he has already a first step towards the basket. And this is very special because he's get he's staying ready so he doesn't get ready. Usually when the defense and usually when the defense isn't involved, involved in the corner or on help defense, they're usually standing straight up and not helping. And that's where you can crumble on defenses because that's why so many threes will be hit in the corner or on the wing because of one mores. And this is perfect because if you stay ready and your defense is not ready, now he has to get ready to come out and close out on you, but you're already going like I just explained with uh, Devin Booker. He can just already go and rip through to the basket. So if you stay ready, like I was saying, with having your shot ready, now you have a great chance of going in. So if that shot does not go in, you know you can get in the next one. You you already know that. You already, you've made it this far to come this far. You know what I mean. So just stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And like I said, it's important because it will show the coaches that you're respecting the game and that you're ready to shoot whenever and you're ready to play this possession. And it's showing everyone else your body language that you're confident. But if you're, you know, nonchalant and you're not ready for a pass and then you rip through, chances are you're not going to make the best play or even uh, a good play for the team that's at needed. So always stay ready. Always stay ready to shoot. Uh, Hopefully your point guard or anyone that's passing you the ball gives you right to the pocket so you don't have to be even more ready for a bad pass. But just stay ready. And if you stay ready, you have a higher chance of even scoring that ball or making a play, you know, because the big thing is, is it doesn't matter about the points you score, the rebounds you get, all those all those achievements. It, that does not matter. What matters is how can you contribute to the team. And one very important contribution to the team is staying ready and staying ready to either get into the game, staying ready to uh, catch a pass, staying ready to get a rebound, staying ready to box out, all those important aspects. Go back to your foundations of what started playing basketball. You know, boxing out, uh, shooting, jump stopping, all those are important for a basketball game to win games. And that's what's going uh, <clears> to... <throat> That's what's going to separate you from either your other teammates or your opponents is just staying ready and keeping that good body language. You don't want to be that person on the team that has bad body language and no one wants to play with. Because like I said in the in the last topic, how did that make you feel when someone was doing that? You know, it just it sours the team and it doesn't make the team any better. So for this topic, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And so important because if you're not, chances are you're going to make a bad play. But if you keep that body language up, your mind is going to follow that. And now you're going to become even more better. So if you're in a slump, try changing your body language. And if you're not in a slump and you don't have good body language, try keeping good body language. It doesn't hurt anyone. It's one of the main things that coaches love about their athletes is that can they keep their good body language. It's like showing up to practice every day, showing up to practice early, showing up to every weight training session. All those stack up to even better days to have a great day. So that is topic number two. Do you like the feeling of 
when someone makes a mistake or, you know, if you make a mistake. So then why would you add to that by having bad body language? And I remember scrolling through a couple videos through this last season that we just played. And I remember seeing a Damian Lillard video of him telling his camp about body language, about him and uh, between his teammate, uh, Anne, Anne Fernie Sim uh, Simons. And this was the true example of who a leader should be. And Damian Lillard said it best. And he said that to stop being so emotional. And if you ever watch Damian Lillard, he's rarely emotional about the call that he did not get or a call he did get or a foul he made or even a shot that he just made. You know, he's very minimal on his emotions. And he said he was telling the camp to stop being emotional because that's what's wrong with this next generation is that they're very emotional with the calls that they're not getting, with the calls that they are getting. Um, you know, with refs and with fans, all of that, all of that doesn't matter. What matters is the ball going into the hoop. So Damian Lillard said it best, and he said, if you throw the ball away, if you miss a shot, um, or throw a ball away, <laughs> throw a turnover, uh, miss a game-winning shot, to stop being emotional, stop doing that. Because then what does that tell your other teammates? It tells them, because if Damian Lillard is doing that, then him being a leader, he's going to show everyone else to to follow the same way and and sulk in their mistakes. So if Damian Lillard is not doing that and is keeping his head high and keeping his shoulders up, everything good body language, then the teammates are going to follow. And the part that he said about Anthony Simons is that if he were to do that to Anthony Simons and let's say he threw a pass and Anthony Simons misses a shot or, you know, does something wrong with the ball that any teammate would do, you know, does something wrong, um, you don't see Damian Lillard like complain and and just look at him and give him a stink eye because if the roles were reversed, he says that Anthony Simons knows better not to do that to Damian Lillard now because him as the leader did not show that kind of disrespect to him. So what I'm trying to say is with your teammates, take a step back and just realize that you guys are just playing basketball. At the end of the day, you guys are just putting a ball into the hoop. So why even be mean to your teammate about something that's so little about the world? Yes, basketball is your world and basketball is is everybody's life. But take a second to to t take a second to look back and congratulate that person and just say, "Oh, next one, next one." Or, you know, give them a high five, run to them and pick them up if they fail. All those are signs of good character and signs of what you're going to take after the basketball game when the ball stops dribbling and take it into the real world. All of that is special. So if a if a ref calls a bad call on you, you know, respect that. The call can never get reversed. We're not in the NBA and we don't have, you know, uh, replays and all that, you know, a challenge, a challenge red play. We don't have any of that. So respect everyone that you're playing and respect your opponents and respect your teammates most, most definitely. And last one is respect your coaches. And that is all special because if you're not, they're going to do it back to you. You wouldn't want to treat someone how you wouldn't want to be treated. So don't do that to them. Don't disrespect them and don't sulk and keep your shoulder slouch. Respect them because if that was in your if you were in their shoes, you wouldn't want them doing that to you. And like I said, Damian Lillard said that best. And who to not listen to than Damian Lillard, who is a very good NBA basketball player. The next person that I wanted to talk about with body language was Coach Gino from the UConn women's basketball team. And Coach Gino has been a coach for a long time, and his video surfaced the internet a long time ago when he was coaching Brianna Stewart. And they asked him, why did you bench Brianna Stewart? And he said because she was acting like a little child. So with that being said, 
a little child's going to sit on the bench. So he benched, he benched through the whole game. And that's very crazy because most coaches would not take the possibility to do that. And they asked him, why did you do this? Why did you bench your, your best player? And he said, because you're, if you're going to throw a tantrum and you're going to have bad body language, you are not going to play. And he said, if you have bad, bad body language on your team or anyone that he's about to recruit, you're not getting that scholarship and you're never going to play on his team. The big thing about Coach Gino from UConn is that every time he watches film, he doesn't even watch the game sometimes. He only watches the bench. And this is special because the bench is what's going to give you energy. And one of my teammates actually said this best when we were kind of in a slump in the middle of our season. And he said, the bench, why even be mean to the people who are on the bench or the people who are fighting with you every day? Why be mean to those people? Because when you're at an away game or when you're at a game that you're not familiar with, those are the only people that are going to have your back. And just like Coach Gino said, he's always going to be watching the bench. So if you're on the bench, you know, chilling and not paying attention to the game, why do you think you're ever going to get in the game? So that brings back to that last point that I made was stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So stay ready so you can get in the game and so you don't have to have coach make second opinions on if you really deserve it because you weren't sitting right or you weren't proactive in your game. So Coach Gino, because, you know, he coaches at UConn and there's a bunch of great players. And he says he understands that Brianna Stewart is a good player and there's other good players, too, on the team. But that none of that matters. If you have bad body language, you are not going to play on his team and you are never going to touch the core, he says. And that's something that you as an athlete and you as a basketball player should take to heart. Because if you're not showing good body language and if that's a, a top level coach telling you that, then what makes you think that you're going to play uh, whatever you want to do in life uh, with bad body language? And like I said in earlier in the video, bad or body language is something that you can control. It's something that's one of your controllables. Making shots and getting rebounds and all that are uncontrollables. What happens during a game is uncontrollable. What you can control is your mind and your body. And those two combine to make body language. And this is important because if you have bad body language, you are not going to play the game that you want to be. If you have good body language, you're going to make those shots. You're going to hit those points. You're going to um, succeed on the basketball court and off of life because you've taught yourself to have good body language throughout all the ups and downs and through all your weaknesses and strengths. And Coach Juno actually said, um, I forgot, but he said that it was important because in today's world, he said, don't get me started, but in today's world that we're all caught up on sports, I mean, caught up on the points we score, on the rebounds, all everything on the stat sheet, and none of that matters because what matters is how you can control yourself on the court and control yourself off the court because that's what's typically going to lead to when the ball is stopped bouncing. So I'm going to end you on this note and basically tell you that you need to have good body language to be a good basketball player. If you have bad body language, no one's going to want to play with you and no one's going to want to be on your team. Yes, there are some rare cases where someone's a very bad person and they are very good, but they're going to change someday and they're going to change to have good body language. So what I wanted to end with is that your mind follows your body and that your body follows your mind. Whatever you tell your mind to do, then your body's going to follow. And whatever you tell your body to do, your mind's going to follow. So that brings back to the other points of visualization and you can become who you want to be. So if you picture yourself on the court confident like Kobe Bryant or Steph Curry, odds are you're going to play like them. Not literally, but you can mentally play like them and mentally be stronger and, you know, more confident in your game. So that's what I wanted to end with. You know, the first topic being that 
uh, you're going to mess up and you're going to have all these turnovers. You're going to have all these missed shots, but it can affect your teammates and the team around you. And you don't want to be that last man ought out to be that person that lets your team down and sulk in your mistakes, but hold your head high. No one wants someone to miss the game-winning buzzer and sulk on blaming other people with bad body language. No one wants that. The second one, remember, was to always be ready. And this is so you have to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And that's a true point with how I explain Devin Booker and how I explain myself when you're always ready to shoot with good body language. And that's perfect for a basketball player because you could take those points and take them into your game. And the last one was giving you examples of Damian Lillard and Coach Gino from UConn. Damian Lillard for being from Trailblazers. So you have to listen to these people and you have to take take and then put it into your own game. Good body language. You know, you can be confident. Kobe Bryant had very good body language and some people said he was cocky. So... Take that to your own uh, your risk and create it into your own. Have good body language and create a pathway for yourself and a journey for your own basketball career. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, keeping your guys' self in good body language, and the rest will follow itself. If you keep yourself in good body language, the mind will follow, and you're going to have a fulfilling life. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you made it this far, uh, please, on the bottom, like and subscribe, uh, follow. And, you know, write in the comments what you enjoyed about this video or what you found intriguing. Um, you can follow my Instagram at Zachary's underscore metamorphosis, where the E is a three and the two O's are zeros. My YouTube, I hope you're watching this on YouTube, which is metamorphosis with Zachary. That's simple. And then if you're an audio person and you like to drive all the time and, um, you know, do DoorDash or something, you can listen to this uh, in audio format, which is on Spotify, also called metamorphosis with Zachary. So thank you guys for listening. Um, I enjoy doing these. These will be coming out once per day because my summer is kind of booked with me studying for uh, a certification that I'm hoping to pass. So yeah, one video a week that'll be coming out every Monday as of right now. If I could do two, then I could do two, but most definitely doing one every Monday. So thank you guys. If you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, hope you guys have a good one. And uh Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, always come back to the breath.